This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. Tuesday, March 1st, 54321. This is David Cruz with a Comstock Report. I have shared before that we have a family in Dresden, Germany, that are dear friends to us, that up until COVID we had met semi-annually with somewhere in the world. We were supposed to go to Norway and Latvia this summer, in fact, for the last couple of summers, but have canceled for COVID. We are making new plans for our reunion in 2023. We called to get their opinion of Ukraine. We were told that a few days ago they had 15 Apache helicopters fly over their garden home south in the direction of Poland. I do not believe that the German military uses Apache, so they were either ours or from the UK. Their family had a two-generational discussion over what Putin would do a couple of weeks ago. They said that the parents, a bit older than me, believed that Putin would invade and that the younger generation thought that he would not. I was not surprised by that. The German boys held a much more favorable impression of Russia than do their parents. One of them speaks fluent Russian. They were born in East Germany under Russian occupation. Some of the illusions that Putin spun were accepted. They are not pro-Russian, quite the opposite. But their reaction to Ukraine has been very much like that scene of Germany as a whole. Slow start that is coming around. The father has even met Putin a long time ago. He was an electrical contractor and was called to Putin's apartment building when Putin was head of the KGB in Dresden to oversee fixing an electrical issue. The boys were surprised when the Russians attacked Ukraine, seeing it as illogical or irrational. Putin does that to people. Biden made a huge mistake, in my opinion, of assuring Putin that no U.S. troops would be sent to fight in Ukraine. He did that, of course, for domestic reasons, knowing that after Iraq and Afghanistan that there was little appetite for any American boots being sent into combat in Ukraine. There would have been some leverage, however, and ambiguity over that issue, which Biden lost with Putin by making that assertion. Then Putin knew all he had to do was stay on his side of the NATO line, and then all he had to fear was the economic sanctions, which he thought that he had gotten ready for. He may not be fighting NATO, but he is fighting a lot of NATO weapons now in Ukrainian hands. I think that he misjudged that the world would condemn him as they have. He also misjudged the Ukraine army. Our German friends described Europe as weak relative to energy. Europe needs Russian oil and gas and a few good alternatives for energy substitutes as sources that could make their energy demand whole. That reasoning prevailed in oil and gas being left out of direct sanctions to this point. They described recent energy moves in Germany shutting down nuclear plants as ill-timed. Our German friends seemed to think that Putin could not afford to lose Europe's energy demand and revenue, so would not embargo it himself. But here again is that example of assuming that Putin responds rationally. Exclusion from the SWIFT system handicaps Russia's ability to do world commerce and test how much that China is willing to help them. Western leaders are afraid that if Russian oil and gas sanctions are implemented, that Putin will hit back. Cyber warfare? I guess that we would get to see if we are getting our money's worth from all those billions and billions of taxpayer dollars that we have poured into the NSA. Putin is doubling down in Ukraine with a full-out assault to take Kiev and Kharkov. Dang it, his columns are exposed if Ukraine had any air power. Nutrient ag climate scientist Eric Snodgrass says that it is turning wet with mud in Ukraine. The weather benefits Ukraine. 
tanks mucked down in mud and clouds provide air cover. The battle for Kiev could become Stalingrad 2.0. Stalingrad lasted five months, one week, and three days. That would get into August. There will be little wheat harvested or much corn and sunflowers planted. The longer this goes, the more infrastructure is destroyed. Farmers between the age of 18 and 60 are in the Ukraine army. Kids and old farts would probably surprise us as to what they could get farmed, but what little they could grow would be used for domestic food and feed. As previously noted, tractors and combines would become targets for Russians. I think that the two most likely ways that this ends is the destruction of the Russian army in these cities or regime change in Russia. There's no way that Biden can give a State of the Union message this evening that equals the one that Zelensky gave to the European Parliament earlier. He will likely try to reassure the country on energy, but the U.S. is key to meeting our allies' energy needs. There are three primary fundamentals at work at the Chicago Board of Trade. They include the growingly likely loss of Ukraine crops, dry conditions for the Brazilian corn safrina crop, and maxed out planet acres in the United States. Corn and wheat markets could make new highs. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 